0: Excellent. But yes, doing well. Very happy to be here on the podcast, on the pod.
1: You know, that's what I typically do, but I thought I would just allow you to do it this time. And then okay. I would.
0: Okay, well, we're just going to, we're not editing this at all, right? We're running this. Oh, room. I would say you can introduce me as one of the great men of the modern era, one of Miami University's finest engineers, and really just kind of a what you, a Renaissance man, right? of many interests, passions, hobbies, embodies the zeitgeist of the 2021 graduating class of engineers. So you can just say that or whatever you feel fit, you know, anything along those lines of work. Valve salesman, you could just say that. Okay, so (laughs) I'm actually going to keep
1: everything that you just said in there. Now I'm going to provide my own introduction for you, everyone I want to welcome my friend, colleague, accomplice in mechanical engineering degree and all things fitness to our podcast. So welcome to, wait, and oil tycoon, oil tycoon. Um, want to welcome Jacob Kramer to AA.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. And I'd like to add on intellectual to the list there as well i feel like you glossed that over a little bit and uh, that's pretty important but, but yeah no thank you so much for having me i'm excited uh excited to talk with you you know i think we've got a hard-hitting show ahead of us so i nice. completely
1: agree it's, it is a hard-hitting subject though it really is did you have a serious relationship in college
0: i had one yes for uh, that's right that was what six seven months or so but other than that no So that was the one relationship I had. I uh, guess
1: I didn't even ask you this prior because I kind of just assumed you were in a relationship all throughout college because I was, because I'm a narcissist and I assume that everything that I do, everyone else does.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Naturally. So what is the difference between a dating app in college and then a dating app in the real world?
0: In school, I used, I had Tinder Mm -hmm. mostly, I think for like freshman through junior, yeah, pretty much freshman through senior year. I was a Tinder guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was more popular back then, right? Mm-hmm. Now that I'm an adult man who lives in a city, you know, with other adults, everybody seems has moved over like Hinge because yep. it's. I'm sure there's still people that use Tinder, but Tinder is disgusting and classless. The focus has shifted, and I'd say some of the differences, like I see, I mean, I'll see people I know on Hinge in Chicago, but it's not like there's less familiarity. I mean, we went to a small school, right? So mm-hmm. like like fifth person on tinder you'd be like oh i know them or i've i've seen that person before you know but now it's a lot more say whatever the hell i want it's a matter- <laughs> because it doesn't matter these people ever again so
1: so yeah. what apps do you have downloaded like do you have bumble hinge tinder match.com like what do you have
0: well i have farmers uh,
1: yeah, i feel like farmers- that's more up your alley
0: no i'm only a hinge guy right now i i deleted really? about a year ago or so
1: Looking for or something whatever. more serious?
0: Well, well yeah, it's just it's just better, you know? Like it's there's more to go off of, you know, I'm not just like swiping right. It's fine. Like people who like Tinder, more power to you, but that's not that's not me. And I feel like more people have adopted that mindset as well, where they're just kind of Kind of over it. So hinge is classier, you know? It's a little bit, it's still pretty shitty, obviously. But
1: so why do you consider hinge to be classier than Tinder? I mean, I personally agree, but I want to hear your take on why you think that it's classier.
0: So I think what is it? You get like five like likes a day. Right. Mm-hmm. I get ten, uh, but yeah. Oh, you, why do you get ten? I
1: think girls get ten and guys get five. What? I think. What the fuck though? I mean, yeah, sexism. Oh, well, well, not,
0: uh, but I, I don't really use them at all. It's just, it's more personalized, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I really like uh, the voice prompt response. Really? Fears, you know, is if you like, if I go on a date with somebody, I don't know what their voice sounds like. It's terrible. Like, what if it's awful and annoying and like high pitched? You whiny? see, I'm the you complete know, opposite.
1: Enemy- I think it'll be the Clippy opposite. If you put a voice prompt on there, I will not listen to it. I do not wanna to listen to your voice. I am so scared of what you could possibly say in the voice prompt that I will not listen to it. I don't care what your voice sounds like. If your voice sounds scary and shrill and like a girl, fine, cool. I'll figure that out on the date. But there is no way in hell that I'm opening your pinch profile. And the first thing that I'm looking at is a voice prompt about how you love your grandma. I'm not listening to that. I'm not listening to that. I'm not there for it. And I'm scared of it.
0: There's certain prompts, right? Like if it's one of the weird ones and it's a voice response, like I'm not going to listen to it. I like the best celebrity impersonations are great. Right. Because it's always something ridiculous. It's like uh, the guy in Star Wars who's screaming, wow! or like shit, shit like that. It's just ridiculous, you know. But yeah, I mean, the best dad jokes one. That's what I use. It's a okay. really dumb joke, but people like it. You know, it gets a positive response. I'm pro voice prompts heavily. Well,
1: I feel like you have a good voice. So I feel like that makes sense.
0: Whenever you hear your own voice, right, whether it's you know a video of you, whatever, doesn't matter you mm-hmm. always sound way worse. You, you're more critical of your own voice than you are. Well, like how do you my- think
1: I feel when I'm editing my podcast for four hours?
0: It's got to be brutal for you. I mean, I can't even imagine. Like, I can't believe I sound like this. You know?
1: No, I think the most crippling thing is how often I say the word honestly. That is my transition word. A lot of people say the word like or um. I say, okay, so honestly, that's my transition and it's not three separate words it's one word it's okay honestly
0: okay so honestly okay i like that i like that it's good to know that you're telling the truth right there's been no doubt i mean i'm being honest (laughs) yeah being honest the whole time i like it i mean it's worse whenever you you know if you're watching somebody give a presentation and they're saying like constantly Mm -hmm. once you notice it for the first time you can't Mm -hmm. and it just ruins it for you you know
1: oh yeah 100
0: percent that's my thing it's like oh you know
1: yeah Mm. and that's I I feel like a lot of people actually do that is you know they'll say something and it's of course I fucking know what it is they'll say something along the lines of there's so many gas stations in the United States because cars need gas you know like no shit no shit cars need gas like what why are you saying you know (laughs) Yeah. Like, you really want me to respond that desperately that you had to say, you know?
0: you like, wow. <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of response. I mean, I, I do that. So I don't, just one of those, you know, <laughs> There's a word for that, right?
1: No, my dad's ex-girlfriend, she used to do that all the time. And so I'm just very hyper aware and I hated her guts. And I'm just very hyper aware of when people say, you know, to very common, mundane sentences that everyone does in fact, you know. You know? Is she
0: going to be listening to this podcast? God,
1: no. She hates my guts.
0: Okay. Well, maybe. I mean, sometimes your biggest haters, they pay the most attention. You know? That's
1: very true. She did block me on Facebook, though.
0: You know, 24 is going to be your year.
1: I think maybe like 28. I feel like that's yeah. when I'm going to really start that. I think I'm still on like a plateau level. And then as soon as I get to 28, it's going to be like another sharp peak. Because I think I peaked. 21, I peaked. I was like hot, funny, outgoing. I had my shit together at twenty one. But when you
0: peak, you peak. That's it.
1: No, the it peak. was like I peaked from my previous plateau. Oh. So I was plateaued because I was
0: so Yeah.
1: So it was like a little, it wasn't anything anything insane, but in comparison to where I was, it was a peak. When I turned 28, it's gonna be like my peak at twenty-one was a plateau. Yeah, that makes sense. You can sense. continue to peak and plateau the rest of your life. And yeah, I, and I intend on doing that. I intend on looking sexy as hell at 55. 55?
0: Okay. But
1: then again, I'm going to need to invest in a lot of liposuction and Botox.
0: That's true. Skincare. You know, you're going to start doing that now. So that I am.
1: I am. I have been actually using slug residue.
0: Slug residue.
1: Snails like secrete that nasty goo when they like slug along.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. I put that on my face. Why don't you just buy a slug? And then you just have it crawl around on you while you sleep.
1: I you could sleep do like that. I could do that.
0: It's organic slug juice.
1: <laughs> Honestly, do you want to buy me a snail?
0: Uh, what's your birthday?
1: <laughs> October 2nd.
0: Okay, I'll put, it, I'll put it on the list.
1: Do you think that it's like a mail-in, mail-in bride, but mail-in snail?
0: You could probably snail mail. You know, I feel like you could definitely ship that.
1: Genius. Yep. And if, if you cannot, we should start a new thing right now. And that's all the skincare rate. Like everyone's obsessed with skincare right now.
0: That's true. It's it's a booming market. I and agree. I think it's about time we get cephalopods in on this. You know, I agree. and other slimy creatures. So no, that's just good. just snails. Just, snails. just snails. Just snails. We're not going to do like yeah,
1: because like people people don't have that deep of a hatred for snails. Like escargot is bougie. People eat snails.
0: Well, that's the benefit of this product, right? Is that's what I'm saying. It, it's like put it on your face and eat it. No, right I after.
1: and people don't think that snails are that gross, like a worm. Ew, gross. Never would eat that. A snail? A delicacy. It's French. So Very we good. could market it as escargot, fill in the blank, escargot okay. cream. You like, hear a funny
0: joke about escargot? Obviously. Well, I just ruined the punchline. So there's this snail that goes into a car dealership <laughs> and is like, hey, you know, I'm looking to get a car. And the car dealer is like, well, it's a little bit unusual, you know? We don't get too many snails coming in here trying to buy cars. And the guy's are like, all right, what do you want? And so the snail's like, well, you know, I'm looking for something fast and uh, thinking like a Corvette, like a 2022 model, you know? They just upped the engine, I think. Uh, I think it's like, putting like 500 horsepower. And the car salesman says, oh, it's a great choice, sir. I mean, we could have that right ready for you. They have a couple on the lot. And he says, great. Signs all the paperwork, done deal. The snail comes back the next day. It was like, hey, you know what? I realized I want it to be red, right? You know, I was thinking gunmetal gray. All right, but I'm more, leaning more towards red now, and the car dealer says no problem. We can edit it. We'll get another one that was on the lot.
1: We can Great. edit it.
0: Next day goes by. No, it's gonna keep going. Next day goes by, and the snail comes back again. And the guy's a little bit sick of him now. He's like, "Why the fuck does this snail keep coming back?" And uh, he says, "You know, I've thought about this a lot more, and I've considered I want another alteration made." And the car dealer says, okay, what do you want? He says, I want a big S painted on the side of it. Car dealer's like, okay, yeah, I mean, we can do that, but that's bizarre. Why why would you want that? You know, he's getting very impatient now. And the snail pauses and looks at him. He's like, well, when I drive down the street, I want people to say, look at that S car go. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) so
1: bad. That's really bad.
0: That's comedy right there. That's what you want in a voice prompt on Hinge. And that's why it's coming back full circle now. Oh, now so we nails, so, so
1: what is the best prompt that you've ever heard? Can I guess what it is before you even say it?
0: Yeah, say it.
1: I'm going to guess that it was someone impersonating Margot Robbie in The Wolf of Wall Street at some point. Like, I feel like that is what somebody has done. And you were probably like, yeah, that's, that's it.
0: No, I'm unfortunately not. not. No, I, I will say my favorite prompts, right? Are they're not the best? It's they're my favorite because they're the worst. It's like, <laughs> like I, my BFF on why you should date me. Okay, and it's, it's always like the quotes. It's like she's so crazy, you know, and she's like <laughs> she's so hot and she's fun uh, and like some other like insult. And the woman is obviously like a troll, you know. <laughs> it's just not good at all. So you have these these women just lying to their <laughs> friends, saying about how fine they are. I'm like oh, okay, great. Like that was gonna change my mind. Not the fact that we've got- uh, But I look through all all of your pictures and
1: you look like you live under a bridge.
0: Yeah, I'm like, you gotta get new friends that are being honest with you because that's my, my take on the end of those. Those are my favorite prompts. Another really good one that it seems like everybody and their mom uses is the prompt is, I'll fall for you if, and they just say, you trip me. And maybe it was funny like the first time, but it is so played out now. It seems like everybody uses that, it's ridiculous. Okay. No so so
1: what kind of prompts are you looking for? Are you looking for something funny? Because I want to read you my prompts now because they're pretty bad. I actually deleted my hinge. So I don't even think, I oh. think one of mine, Oh, it was really like, mine were really, really bad. It was like, my motto is, it's hard to be humble when you're as great as I am. Naturally. Wow. I forget what the other ones were, but it was like, like this, if you want to go on a double date, I didn't really get that many. Like, why are people not keen on going on double dates? I'm well, keen on
0: going on a double date. The problem is you don't know. Like, if I try to recruit one of my friends if we going on a double date, I don't know what the other person looks like at all or anything about them. So it's a high risk for the friend you're going but to But
1: if I'm hot, wouldn't you assume that my friends are hot?
0: Not necessarily. You know, mm-hmm. some hot people only hang out with ugly people to make themselves look better. That's what I do. Because I'm obviously <laughs> the best looking one in my friend group. And everybody else is hideous except for me. So, you know, I'd feel awfully bad if we went on a double date and I brought along one of my friends who is, of course, hideous. But there was some <laughs> of that. Uh, we, I used to have a dual account with my roommate, Mike Stupinski. It was mm-hmm. Mike and I, but we kept getting deleted. Like Hinge would take down our profile.
1: Really? Like, i had a dual account with my friend emily and we would we went on a bunch of double dates from it or actually we went on one double date from it but we got a bunch of matches and a bunch of potential double dates but it was fun like people were excited about it they thought that it was funny it's cute and quirky it's so hard because i feel like you and i share a lot of the same humor in the sense that we're very dry we're very blunt and that's about it that's what our humor is
0: people they don't respond to that you know i know and
1: that's what i'm saying and it's like it is very hard to convey over a dating app i can't and that's why i think i've ultimately decided that i hate dating apps is because i know i'm attractive and i know that i'll attract other attractive people but the majority of the time is like I get a lot of golden retriever boys that are super pretty, but are super fucking boring. And if I want to have a conversation with them, I'd rather shove a gun down my throat and shoot my brains out. Like I can't do it. They are the most boring self-obsessed people I've ever met. And I'm saying that being a very self-obsessed person. (laughs) Like I, I get it. I respect it. I love the self-obsession, but the way that you think that it's so unique that your family has a house in Connecticut and a house on the Cape and a boat in the Hamptons, like congrats, so does everyone in New
0: England. Yeah, it's, it's every yuppie that works in finance, you know, is their parents do that. It's No, absolutely. Uh, there seems to be a lack of originality. And that's why, like, like I used to have one that was like my most controversial opinion, you know? And a lot of people's would be like, oh, I put ketchup on macaroni and cheese. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, like that, that's crazy. But mine would be like, I think we need to abolish doctors and like medical licensure. It's just like some outlandish shit. But the thing is,
1: yeah, exactly. People don't, yeah, people don't get it and they don't think that it's funny. And I honestly think the most success I've ever had with a dating app is I would go out to a bar or go out to wherever and I would meet somebody and we would get on really well. Like we would talk. I wouldn't end up getting their phone number or any of their social media or anything. And then, I would end up finding them on Hinge. We would match. And then we'd be like, oh my God, are you from so-and-so? And then they'd be like, yeah, I'm from wherever. Like we talked at this bar, blah, blah, blah. And then we'd end up talking from there. And it was more organic because we met in an organic capacity. But then at the same time, it was still super weird because we are meeting each other on the dating app. But still at the same time, that's the most success I've ever had from a dating app.
0: Yeah. No, I've, I mean, I will say on the opposite spectrum of that is this happened to me about two weeks ago. I was at, uh, I was at some bar in old town with my roommate, Stu. And so his, the girl he was talking to at the time, I don't know if they're still talking anymore. It's it's back and forth, but uh, I guess I had matched with her best friend on hinge and we exchanged uh, a little bit of conversation and then she stopped responding to me. Right. And I didn't know this. (laughs) And so we walk up, and I look over, I'm like, that is that girl from, from Hange. And I didn't say anything until they you know, found out eventually it was very uncomfortable. Mm. So, I mean, that way is a lot better, is to already have some sort of like positive interaction and then move from there, which I think speaks to the whole uh, futility. This is going to sound really pretentious, but the futility of dating apps, right, is, I mean, you're not going to find the one, right, on Hange or Tinder or anything like that, Right. I, I no. find it very hard to believe that that works for 90% of people, you know, it's just because you're not, you don't have positive interactions. And most people are on there just to, you know, message three times with somebody and then that's it, you know?
1: Yeah. It's an ego boost. And I'd say <laughs> that I predominantly get on those apps to get an ego boost. And the majority of the time I'm like, if you want to ask me out, I'll go with you. And that's only because I know that they'll pay and I'm, Gaining nothing but a free meal and potentially a good story to st- tell my friends in the future. Like, that's all I'm gaining from that evening. Like, I, I know that you and I are not going anywhere. I know that you and I are never going to become anything. And there's so many preconceived notions and ideas when you go into a hinge date that it's, it's not fun.
0: No, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you go on there to get an ego boost and a free meal. I go on to get my ego destroyed and grounded to the dirt, you know, and reduced to get knocked down a level. You know, mm-hmm. that's my favorite pastime. It's just leaving comments on people who are just way, way, way better looking than me, knowing that there's no shot for ever to respond. But one in you know a thousand do, and then maybe we exchange three messages, and I never hear from them again. But it makes it all worth it and I keep coming back.
1: What is like your ratio? So what do you think the likes that you get out or the likes that you put out versus the likes that you get it?
0: You know, I'm not on Hinge every single day, you know, I mean, like every other day. Right,
1: right. Uh, Not every day, just every other day. Every other day, you know, I'll pop
0: on, see what's going on, you know, and I, there's periods where, I'll be getting like one to two likes a day. It's pretty good, you know, makes me feel good about myself most don't end up working out for whatever reason. You know, I'm fairly uh fairly picky, which is dumb considering that I look and act the way I do, you know. But I don't think matter. that it's dumb to be
1: picky. I'm very picky. I I don't think I've really like matched with anyone on hinge that I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe
0: you know that's it's very believable, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh so it's like, yeah, I get like maybe one or two a day, you know, sometimes I go a week. Nobody interested. And then mm-hmm. it, times would be on fire for whatever reason but i'll probably send out you know like one or two every time i go on if it's somebody looks interesting you know a lot of time like there was this girl who uh worked at chevron right and everybody knows i'm really into the oil companies right i had no intentions of ever going on a date with this woman but i had to know what she did at chevron and she went to texas tech and all this shit i was like oh so like what do you do and I'll, like, send out if it's kind of interesting in one way or another, you know, because... Yeah.
1: That's so weird because when I get on, sometimes I just get really bored. And I think that the weird thing about dating apps is that I like people that I wouldn't ever approach in real life. Like, if I saw that person at the bar, I would never go up to them. Like, never.
0: Why? Why is that?
1: Because I'm out of their league. Like...
0: Oh, so you're, you're interested in the ugly. Yeah.
1: yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm just so, and I I don't want this to sound stupid and superficial and like, I'm not being serious because I am, I am very much so a personality person and I really am keen on getting to know somebody. And so that's why it's so much better when I meet somebody in person and then I find them on the apps. Cause I'm like, oh, I really liked the way that you acted, and I really liked the way that you engaged with me, X, Y, Z, and then I meet them on the apps, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're actually, like, kind of decent-looking, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, when I meet them in person, I'm like, oh, I don't really notice what people look like. <laughs> granted, granted, I'm not going up to guys across the room because I think they have a good fucking personality. I'm going up to a guy across the room because I think they're hot, and if they have a great personality, bonus, but... Yeah. yeah exactly the majority of the time i'm going up to guys because i think they're hot it's not because i think that they have a great personality uh on the other hand guys are coming up to me because they think i have a great personality because i have pink hair and there's like something about that and they're like there's something about this girl that she's not like these southy bitches
0: yeah you look very liberal you know
1: Mm, yeah
0: Yeah, like you're out there protesting roe v wade and all that you know that's it's it's true right is anybody who has dyed hair of any color i'm like oh okay so you're like you're liberal right which is fine i mean that's not a deal breaker for me i obviously don't really care is button. it not it's not no no i go i do bipartisan i shake the hands across the aisle when it comes wow. to because i think it's dumb that's my whole uh, thing is like if you're some people are like this you know i have a lot of friends uh who like I would never like date somebody who's conservative. I would never date somebody who's, you know, votes more left. I think that's dumb. And you're letting politics decide your life, which is mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, there's something to be said for like marriage, you know, you have to have some sort of similarity on outlook. Like I probably wouldn't want to marry somebody who doesn't want to have kids or is like a communist, you know, which is fine. Uh, even, I mean, if they were-, they were Those poor. two
1: are on the same scale. They don't have kids or they're a communist.
0: Yeah, those are two deal breakers for me. I mean, but I'm flexible though are some good looking communists out there so that's all i'll say so for all you commie ladies listening give me a call i'm into it uh, i want to get back to the point so like you said oh i'm worried about this coming across as like superficial the entire this episode is going to be nothing but superficiality right that's and that's so all, true that is all dating's apps are right that is 90 percent of the criteria is okay how does this person present themselves how do they look you know yeah Yeah, Yeah. dudes, we got the little height thing uh, on Hinge. It says how tall you are, which is, I'd imagine, for women, is probably, like, the second place they look.
1: Honestly, I'm 5'3", so I'm not really... I don't really care about people's height. Like, the last two guys I dated were both 5'7". I yeah? didn't realize
0: you was 5'3". You seem much taller than that. I know.
1: I get that a lot. I think the personality just kind of, like, inflates itself. And so people think I'm normally, like, 5'7", five 5'8". Five no, I'm 5'3". I'm a very small human.
0: Yeah, it's like the lollipop guild over here. You're one of the monk munchkins.
1: No, I seriously am. It's honestly insane. But, no, and honestly, Boston men aren't that tall. Like, I would say probably the average is, like, 5'9".
0: It's like the short king convention, you know?
1: But the thing is, they're not short kings. Like the men here, so the men that I've dated that are 5'7", one of them had a huge short man's complex. Thought he had to make up for his height in a lot of other ways. And so it just ultimately had like this horrible, (laughs) uh, yeah. So not really keen on that. But honestly, I've not been one to look at height and find that as a deterrent. Like, if I'm attracted to you and I think that your prompts are funny, I'm going to match with you. But also, at the same time, I don't think my prompts are funny. I don't because at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to try. And I don't want to be the person that's like, oh, my God, this girl's trying too hard. But also at the same time, like, I am the girl that tries too hard. Like, that is my persona. That's who I am. You
0: don't don't want to give it up that easily. You don't want people to know that you're the girl that tries too hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: You'll find that out later. Okay.
1: Exactly. And so my problems are so fucking boring. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I just I would so much rather meet someone in person than on the apps. And that's I constantly am in this dreadful cycle of downloading the apps for two weeks, not meeting anyone I'm interested in, like meeting up with someone twice, maybe, and then deleting the apps and then like a month later doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think I've probably been on Tinder and Hinge combined total like dates Maybe six, probably. And
1: how do those typically go? So how do you, A, escalate off the app, and then B, how do they typically go when you actually meet them in person?
0: Yeah, so I was a big fan, uh, like, in school, it would be like the, you know, if I'm out with friends or whatever, obviously, right. Oxford, right, like, there's only four bars that people actually go to, right. so, and I'd be, I'd be like, hey, are you coming out tonight? And they say, yeah, whatever. Like, oh, you know, I'm planning on going X, Y, Z. Let me know if you swing by, buy a drink real quick. A very public place, obviously. Usually like a quick interchange, you know, maybe like 20, 25, 30 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is great. Like, you don't, it's tough to go straight from like hand or tender to like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be buying you dinner and going out to see like a movie and then we're gonna do like ballroom dancing. Like, no, like that, that doesn't happen.
1: See, that's what I expect. Like, I expect if I'm taking the time to meet you off the app, That's what I expect. I expect you to buy me dinner. I expect us to do something fun. Honestly, getting dinner is not enticing to me. Like do something different, be different. Do invite me to do something other than sitting down at a restaurant and getting food with me, because that is quite possibly the most boring thing that we could possibly do. Like, I don't care if we eat, let's go fucking set up a picnic in the park. There's this fucking meme that I saw the other day that's absolutely hilarious. And it's of... Peter Rabbit laying down this blanket and it's like, girls only want one thing.
0: And it's picnics in the park.
1: Yeah, right? that's all they yeah. want.
0: Right? That's, that's a good note. I've never, uh, never floated that idea.
1: So if I match with this guy and I only match with him because he said something really funny to me in like the like messages invoice thing and I liked him because of that message and not necessarily because I thought that we were not we were on the same physical attraction scale. Okay. Yeah. I would go and meet up with him if he was like, let's go to a picnic uh, in Boston Public Garden, because that's cute and that's different. And that's something that would actually be fun. Whereas if someone asked me, hey, let's go get dinner in Southie, like that could not be less appealing to me.
0: That's good. Well, that's good to know for all the people listening to this now that are contemplating how to ask. All your hinge matches and whatnot. How to ask you out? But also, also that's party, it's right?
1: exhausting. That's exhausting. You have to really know that you like this person in order to go and buy a charcuterie board, a fucking quilt, a basket, like all the shit to go and take them out.
0: True. It's a it's an imposition, you know. A quilt, <laughs> a quilt. Uh, so I live right next to Lincoln Park. Like it's cr- across the street. So I might have to start doing that. You should, and honestly, and honestly, right?
1: I will send you the Peter Rabbit meme, and you should put that on your Hinge profile, because if I saw that, I would think that's hilarious. Yeah, send that to me. I'll send that to you, and I hope everyone in Chicago, all my Chicago listeners, see Jacob Kramer on Hinge, and see the Peter Rabbit meme, and like it.
0: Yeah, there you go. See, the problem with my Hinge profile is, you know, I do weird things right? Like I have strange and you know, I, I play the banjo, right? That's not strange. That. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's not and, weird.
1: It's just different.
0: Yeah. And so there's a video of me playing banjo on my profile, right? As there should Which be. Is a little bit, it can be, uh, what do you call, how do you say? Uh, a bit much. <laughs> well, a bit much and divisive is the word that I'm looking for. Uh, you know, because People typically don't like banjo music that are, you know, 23 year old women living in Chicago, Illinois, you know, so there's some of that. There's also me in a track suit with a gold chain and a cowboy hat on. Honestly,
1: I hate that photo of you and I know exactly what photo you're talking about. in the I track suit. love that
0: photo. That is a good photo.
1: No, it's not. Oh, I'm going to tell, tell you right now, it's not. I've seen good photos of you, and that is not a good photo of you. That photo well, have scares you thought me. thought that
0: maybe you're not the kind of woman I'm looking to attract to?
1: That's a lie. You're obsessed with me, and you're in love with me.
0: That's true. But well, here, here's <laughs> one of my prompts, for example. One thing I'll never do again is the name of the prompt. Okay. And this is a true story. I don't lie on Hinge. I lie in real life, not on the internet. <laughs> and one thing I'll never do again is wake up viciously hungover eat three Chick-fil-A sandwiches, sleep in a parking garage for four hours, and then land a plane for the first time, you know? Which I think is great because it's a true story. It recently happened and it just escalates all the way up to, you know, landing a plane while, you know, I'm a, a shell of a man and I slept in a parking garage, you know? it's
1: No, it's those are honestly my favorite things. It's like the same is like, Put a finger down if you recently slept on the floor of your ex-boyfriend's apartment while you texted his dad that you thought he was sexy and that you wanted to see his uncle naked, like some random shit that has only ever happened to you, but you put it as your prompt and you're like, can anyone relate? And then- is no that, one. Now, is that a true
0: example you just made? Right no, down No,
1: <laughs> no, but I'm just saying- I came up with that
0: immediately. And that's that convincing.
1: Cause I'm a very good actor and liar.
0: Okay, that's, well, that's important you know it's important. honestly
1: honestly in dating yeah it is very important
0: yeah no like especially on hinge like i you know i said not moments ago that i don't lie on the internet that was a lie i do and oh, I'll just, i love to if i can't think of something relatable about somebody's prompt i'll be like oh my god the exact same thing happened to me and then like invent a story that never happened
1: duh obviously and then, obviously
0: if you go on a date you'll just tell them like four dates later be like oh yeah i made that up i just wanted to you know That's the
1: horrible thing is, I never do that. I never do that. I'm like, I I stick with that story until I'm done seeing them. I'm like,
0: the fact that I
1: gave my phone number to John Stamos in the yogurt aisle of a Kroger in Washington, D.C., I made that up. I made that up and that never happened. But I will never tell you that. I would never tell you that because I want you to die thinking I'm the coolest person you've ever met in your entire life and you're never going to see me again.
0: That's true. I might just start saying I won like a Nobel Prize or something. Okay, but something that's Googleable. That's fun. Googleable. Yeah. I but don't do anything Googleable.
1: I don't do anything Googleable. If you can Google it, I don't do it. Like people lie about saying they have a mugshot. I've Googled so many people. You don't have a mugshot. You're lying.
0: You're lying to me. What if the record's sealed? What if they do? That one's a little bit less easily, you know, if I said, oh, I invented the cure for cancer, right? Like, obviously, if you're going to know, that's Cap, But Uh, there's some leeway there with the mugshot. There was this one girl I matched with who said she got arrested three separate times, you know? Wouldn't tell me why. She said it was a first date conversation. Then I got ghosted. It was terrible. I was beat up. You
1: got ghosted by a girl that's been arrested three times. How did that make you feel? Maybe she's (laughs) in jail.
0: No, that's what I said. Well, here, I'll I'll read off So what happened was... uh, This is way back. Uh, Essentially... Uh, we were talking about how she whatever got arrested. I was like, Oh, can I ask you why? She was like, Oh, it's a first date conversation. I think and I remember then,
1: seeing a screenshot of this on your fence. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And here we go. So and so uh oh wait, wait, sorry, give me one second here. But yeah, and so she said that'll be a first date conversation telling me why she got arrested. And I said, Well, I'll make reservations for three. I assume your parole officer will be there. Great That's a line, good joke.
1: That's great. Right? Yeah.
0: Definitely the first to make me laugh on this app. You know, fantastic. Reservation for three. Uh, and I said, okay, well, here, I've got a guy who is good for, like, parole officer impersonator. There was a little bit of stuff before that. And I just sent her. She's like, oh, send over the contact information. It was my phone number, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she said, like, is that your phone number? And I said, perhaps. No response at all. Oh. I was crushed. And so what I did was five days later, uh, I said, well, since it seems like you got sent back to prison and I just want to let you know, I'm going to hold it down while you're locked up, you know, and which I would never do that. I would never double text, but that one made me laugh. So so bad. honestly,
1: (laughs) I love, so my favorite thing to do is when people match with me or they like my photo and they don't say anything. They don't say anything when they liked one of my fi- one of my pictures, which is fine because typically when I like someone else's picture, I don't say anything. I'm just like, okay, clearly I'm attracted to you. You can look at my prompts and figure out something to say. I well, um, And so, my favorite thing to do is when they match with me and they don't say anything for like five six days, I message them. And I say, ah, quite the conversationalist, huh?
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's pretty good. See, that's that's a good play by that. Because then it forces you to say something. So you try to put the ball in their court, but then they just send it right back to you. And it works.
1: And it does. And that's fine. And that's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for a little quick banter. I'm not looking for anything serious. But yeah, so I'm I don't know. I'm not keen on the apps. I'm not keen on them. But when you do, so you've met six people allegedly. Like
0: yeah, I would say. Estimatedly. Probably. Estimated. over yeah, the course of like five, five years. So yeah. Not so, a good, not a good ratio. Now.
1: Honestly, uh, I've been on the apps for like, I want to say like a little less than a year. And I've probably gone on five dates.
0: That's pretty good. So you're, you're doing five in one year. I'm doing five in five years, which is pretty good. I will say there are some, like I've met people from Tinder and Hinge, not a date you know, if I'm not going to say too much more than that, you know, Mm -hmm. which will happen, which was more of a Tinder thing, it seems.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. Like, there is a strict connotation that's set with Tinder. And I would like to know, like, do you have Bumble? Have you ever used Bumble before?
0: I did for a while.
1: And what do you think of Bumble?
0: Bumble sucks.
1: I don't like Bumble either. So, but the funny thing is, all the people I know that have met someone from a dating app is from Bumble. Really? Yeah. Every person I know that has met their significant other from a dating app, it's been Bumble. Who? My friend Claudia. Oh, and her- is
0: it like Boston people use Bumble yeah, a lot? Yeah, I oh. guess
1: so. Like my friend Claudia and her boyfriend and then her sister and her boyfriend all met on Bumble. I have not met a single person that has ever had a successful relationship come from Hinge. I've never been like, oh, how'd you two meet? And they say, yeah, we actually met on Hinge. I've never heard that, and maybe it's because they're lying and they wanted to create some sort of meet cute environment. But yeah, of course. If I met someone on Hinge, I'd be like, "Yeah, I met them on Hinge." Like that's I'm, well,
0: I'm Nolan, not gonna lie. I put Nolan Sadler and his girlfriend—they've been dating for three years now. They knew each other beforehand. They both worked at the California Pizza Kitchen in Marion, um, oh. Illinois. But that's where they kind of like started talking. was from Hinge, and then my roommate Stu—he dated a girl for a little while that was on Hinge. Obviously, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who else? I think there's there's a couple other. I don't know, but Hinge is big in Chicago. I'll say that at least as far. Oh as
1: yeah, I would say Hinge is the most popular dating app in Boston. Oh
0: okay, but yeah. not as good a success rate as Bumble. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, and that's just based on my friend groups. But, hey,
0: Google, but-
1: so how would you rate the ranking of let's say Fuck Mary Kill? Oh uh, FMK, okay. FMK.
0: So- Obviously, I'm killing Bumble right off the bat, right? Not a Bumble guy. Never had any success there at all. Sucks. Don't like it. Uh, I'm going to be marrying Hinge, right? Because that's – and that's kind of exactly what – obviously, I'm not going on Hinge because I want to, like, looking for somebody to marry. But you kind of are, right? You know? If you're looking to get in the dating pool, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Where. Tinder is more of like I'm in town for 24 hours and I'm just gonna let go until I can't swipe anymore. You know.
1: Have you ever met up with someone from Tinder that you only hooked up with?
0: My parents might be listening, to this, <laughs> but uh, but yes, a couple times.
1: See, I've never done that, and I don't think I ever could.
0: Yeah, it's gross, right? Like that. Yeah. That's something. Like maybe like sophomore, or junior year, me, I was all got into it, but not so much uh, anymore, you know? Yeah,
1: and I it's feel like that's awful. how, yeah, I feel like that's how, I feel like that's probably why Hinge got created was because people realized that that was kind of gross and at least take me to dinner first.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that should be Hinge's slogan is at least take me to dinner first, you know? Honestly,
1: maybe cool. I'll make that my new Hinge like slogan, at least yeah. take me to dinner first.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. Tinder is just uh, let it fly. You know, they don't.
1: Honestly, apparently there used to be this feature on Tinder where you could double date. So they allowed you and your friend to swipe on people together.
0: Oh, and that's. Then you could double date. Oh, bring them. that back.
1: But they it ended. I think they ended up canceling it because it ended up becoming very orgy esque.
0: Oh, you'd be like 20 people naturally (laughs) yeah
1: honestly I think that's probably why they deleted it I would love for them to bring it back I would think that would be so fun I think double dates are hilarious and they're amazing and they're so much fun and they're just so carefree I don't know if you've ever been on a double date from a dating app but they are so fun
0: it takes the pressure off right it does yeah and you already know and you're just like shit talking one of your friends the whole time you know yeah yeah no, I, I actually, I don't think I've ever been on a double date.
1: You should. I highly recommend it. I seriously, next time you come across a profile and a girl says, let's go on a double date. I don't care if she's dog shit ugly or if she looks like Beyonce. You need to just like it because it'll be so, it'll be so
0: fun. Right, I just got to start saying yes to life, right? Yeah. Just say yes. Yeah. Right, that's good. That's a good point. I'm going to make, that'll be my homework assignment for this. But my
1: question then is, so if you go on a double date, are you paying for the double date? Do you always pay for your Tinder dates? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Even if you know mid-date, you're like, this girl sucks. I want her to go home so bad.
0: Well, yeah, because it's kind of like, it's like, hey, thanks for coming out. You know, it's a consolation prize. You know, it's, you didn't make the team, but you can, here you go. Here's something, (laughs) right? Like that's what it is and so and if it goes great obviously you make the team and of course i'm gonna pay and if you know you get cut then sorry but i'll still pay for it anyways you know because and you don't ask somebody to meet you for dinner or anything unless you are prepared to pay for the both of you you know i'm splitting it you know i'll probably fake argue with whoever i'm on the other dude be like oh no i'll pay for it you know to make me seem wealthy uh But at the end of the As day. As a
1: valve salesman and the yes. commissions that you make <laughs> from that.
0: Yeah. Um, we're going to split it, you know, the dudes, the dudes will pay, you know.
1: Wow. Chivalry isn't dead.
0: It's not. It's not.
1: It is in Massachusetts.
0: But. Is that so? Yeah. <sighs> well, you know, hey, they can't all be uh, Midwestern gentlemen, I guess.
1: Um, I wouldn't call Maryland the Midwest. I would say I'm Maryland. Right. I'm talking
0: about Chicago. Maryland is the Mid-Atlantic. That's yeah, hard.
1: but I would say you're Mid-Atlantic raised, so then you have Southern values.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My parents are from Ohio, and family is originally from like West Virginia, so we get we get a little bit of little kissing bit of cousins. Off. Yeah, exactly. Oh gosh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if uh, look back. Well, let's see. What are some other great, banging questions we got here? Oh, all right. most, most effective pickup line. Yep. What do you think?
1: I think that my most effective pickup line is normally something where it requires a response. So it's not just something like, oh, you're super hot. Like, I don't I know I'm hot. I don't need you to fucking tell me that. I think I think that it's funny when you say something along the lines of like, you see that I ran a marathon, and it's like, okay, fuck Mary Kill marathon. 5k or a hundred meter sprint like something that you it proves that you read my prompts and then you created something funny about that that is really i like that because it's like you took the time to cater this specifically to me and then you also like, it's just funny. It's personable. It's funny. Like, it, it's very easy to do. You can easily change, like, fuck, Mary kill on any girl's profile. Like, you see that she posted a picture at the aquarium. Like, fuck, Mary kill, finding Nemo. Yeah. And, uh,
0: whatever. Yeah. No. I'm, that See, it shows interest, right? It shows. Yeah. You know, that's what people want.
1: And it allows you for the conversation to progress instead of like a normal pickup line of like, how much does a penguin weigh enough to break the
0: ice? <laughs> What's your phone number? Like, yeah, shut up, right. shut up. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of, if there's nothing particularly good on the profile to like comment on, you know, I'll just say like, not to get political, but you have beautiful eyes, right? It just makes no <laughs> sense. It's dumb, it's a compliment. And it just, it's just kind of a uh, non-sequitur. And I've done that. <laughs> definitely not effective, right? I think I'm, like, one for, like, 20 on that line, but it makes me laugh, and that's what it's all about, you know? I'm enjoying myself being a dumbass and just saying stupid shit online, you know? No,
1: and I completely agree. Okay, so when you go on these dates in person, how does that initially go? Like, do you arrive at the same time? Do you ask the person to Uber? Like, how does, how does your interaction normally go? Because I've had it have all go certain ways. Like I've had me meet the person at the restaurant. I've had the person Uber me to their apartment and then we Uber together to the restaurant. And then I've had the person pick me up at my apartment and then we drive together to the restaurant.
0: Yeah. So the picking up and driving is a little bit of an imposition, right? You don't know these people. And, you know, naturally, if somebody said, I'll pick you up, I would have no problem with it. But, you know, being the dynamic, right? I think- women are generally a little bit more hesitant to get in the car with strange men uh, than the other way around. So I'm more of a fan, like Oh, I'll meet you there type deal, but a very key. But also
1: going off of that, I hate the Uber drive small talk because you make the small talk when you get to the restaurant, like and you're going to the table and you just meet each other when you walk in the foyer, but then you yeah. have the Uber small talk or the car small talk. And then the small talk, once you get to the restaurant, like, there is no, like...
0: You gotta have a depth of material, you know? Yeah. You, can't, you can't blow your load all at once in the... Oh, exactly, the exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. And it's like, I can't possibly say all of my funny things that I have to say in the small talk area, yeah. because...
0: Then you're running out of material. I it's run like out of material, I'm like... Set, you know, you don't get a exactly. second...
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. No, I will say, I think it goes better if uh, you just meet there, right? And then if you go, like, do something after, obviously together or whatever but key tip is you always show up first always
1: for a man or for a woman for,
0: for dudes maybe this is just me but i always get there first because i am deathly afraid of going up to somebody and thinking that that is the person who i'm there to meet and it not being right because one that's hor- horrifically embarrassing for you and that person right and then it's also terrible for the person you're meeting, right? They don't even know what you look like, right? A little shitty. But, and plus it gives you, uh, it gives you more time to get acquainted with your surroundings. You know, if you've got to find all the exits, you know, maybe use bathroom beforehand, or if you have to run out halfway through, you know exactly how to get out of there, you know?
1: I completely agree, but I also share the opposite sentiment because I always tell my date, if I'm meeting them there, I tell them that I'm on my way 15 minutes earlier before I'm actually on my way.
0: Oh, so you're, okay, what's the purpose for that?
1: Because I, same thing, I don't want to get there and be, like, walking around. I don't, I also don't want to get the table. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, my, like, hinge date, put it under his name. Like, no, I'm not doing that. You can get the table and I, you can text me when you have arrived at the restaurant and what table you're at. So I know where I can locate you.
0: Yeah, that's true. Cause there's nothing more embarrassing than walking around a restaurant, like, like a meerkat, you know, looking around for whoever's like, who you're <laughs> meeting. You know, That is one of the very degrading points of a human being's life. No, you know, it's, it's a- honestly dehumanizing.
1: Trying- it's dehumanizing. Yeah. Like how dare I walk around this restaurant and look for the other human being I'm supposed to be with. It's like, it's like
0: chasing after a ping pong ball. There's something about it, you know, that just feels unnatural and and mortifying in a lot of ways.
1: I completely agree. I completely agree. And then as soon as you sit down, it's like that uncomfortable feeling of like, okay, so this is what you actually look like and sound like.
0: Exactly. There's shock to that, you know?
1: 100%. And that I think is the hardest thing, has always been the hardest thing for me to grasp is like, I had an idea of what you did look like and obviously you put your best photos on your dating profile, but at the same time, I'm a little disappointed. There was this one time I was completely catfished and how bad,
0: how bad was it?
1: It was so bad. So this now, every time I match with someone on, on hinge and they ask me on a date, I asked them for their Snapchat or their Instagram so I can see what they look like today because this man Played college soccer at, I forget where, like University of Rhode Island, like a D1 school in the Northeast. So it was pretty good team. Like he looked in shape. He had abs. He was pretty fit. I meet up with this man. I walked past the table because I didn't think that was him. And then he texts me, oh, I think you walked past my table. And I was like, oh, sorry. I was just, I had to go to the bathroom really quickly. Yeah. This man had gained 30 pounds since posting any of those photos and i was in complete awe because who does that like you think i'm gonna sit here on this date with you and think that it's gonna go well like was it
0: was it a bad 30 pounds yeah it was like yeah you're drinking too much you know
1: oh yeah i was like you let yourself go
0: oh no yeah see that's that's awful it's disrespectful. It's so
1: disrespectful because it was like he also had pictures on there that it didn't look like they were from college because he was like in Boston or whatever. And he went to school and I think Rhode Island maybe and played soccer in Rhode Island. So I was like, oh, maybe like these are the pictures that he posted when he graduated. And these are the pictures that he because there's a lot of guys. And if you don't think, by the way, if you post a picture in a jersey and you're playing a sport and you post your school on your hinge profile you can bet i am googling the roster of your school and the sports team and the projected year that i think that you played for that sports team and finding your statistics finding how much you weigh finding your hometown finding Funny what you majored Google. in i literally will find all this information that's because, they're,
0: they're giving it. are giving it up pretty much freely at that point. You might as well put a link to your huddle with all your highlights. You know, at that point, I, I mean,
1: completely agree. That's
0: very self identifying You know, I no. That's that's smart. You know, they're making it easy. And if it's good stats, you know, if you were an all-American for God's sakes, then yeah, you probably want that to happen. But if you warm the bench and you're a redshirt walk-on, you know, maybe not. Maybe not. But no, there should be a. I think it's two years. I'd say for pictures. On social Mm -hmm. or dating apps you know anything before two years is no bueno actually I'm curious I think I actually might have some older I mean
1: I I think I've looked the same since I was in eighth grade like genuinely and that's kind of disgusting because in eighth grade what was I fucking 11 but I looked the same since I was in eighth grade like same build same like I look the same
0: you can you can post your you know eighth grade dance photos no exactly
1: and no one will know but I don't because I'm not a psychopath I literally yeah. post the most recent photos of myself because I'm not a psychopath and if your best pictures are from two years ago because you looked a certain way perhaps join the gym
0: that's true see the problem with me is I'm losing my hair a little bit you know and so I've got great and I have like of my six photos five of them are wearing some sort of hat you know, I'm wearing a hat right now, for God's sakes. Uh, but, you're a hat you know, I, was, I was a freshman, sophomore in college and I had great hair. You know, I was very th- full, very thick in the last three years. It's just withering on the sides. It's very sad. And I don't know what to do about that. You know, I'm just photo- photoshopping hair in, you know.
1: No, you need Bosley.
0: What's Bosley?
1: Bosley for I, take.
0: I take, uh, I take uh, not so good uh, what is that called? Finasteride. Is what I take. It's like uh, the keeps thing. Is your you know? dad bald? Yeah, my dad's bald. Oh, so yeah. Well, he's not so much on the side, he's it's awfully thin up top. I'll say that. Mm. But, yeah, my mom's that dad. has to
1: be the most horrifying thing as a man. As a woman, there's very few things that I'm insecure about that I that are out of my control. And maybe I say that as a big booty, big titty bitch, but like there are very few things that I'm worried about as a woman.
0: Or, yeah that you can't control i mean yeah i mean unless you start balding you know
1: i'm, I'm not gonna start about like i am short i am i don't know like there are very few things that i'm that i have to worry about as a woman that men probably worry about way more like men worry about their height men worry about balding men worry about xyz like i don't know like i am very fortunate in the fact that I don't have to worry about that.
0: Sure. And all of the things uh, of the, if you, I mean, I'm sure if you surveyed a hundred men, right? What are you most worried about? Right. It's probably hair height and then uh, probably weight. Right. And only one of those we can actually control, you know, everything else is up to God, uh, the roll of the dice. Uh, so fortunately I have one of those. I got the height, the weight, not so much. And then the hair. Yeah, but I mean, you,
1: okay. Washed up fitness.
0: Well, yeah, that's I. Those photos, I look fantastic in because the down lighting, I look like hell. And I don't. Time.
1: Have you ever listened to Dom Mazzetti? No. He's an absolutely hilarious icon in fitness influencing. He says fitness is ninety percent lighting, ten percent body. Like. lighting, 10% body. And it's completely true. You turn up the fucking shadows and saturation on a photo, you're gonna look sexy as hell. Yeah, you're gonna look tough. That's why bodybuilders get spray tans because it goes into like all the crevices and shit because they look good. They look good.
0: Yeah, if you're pale like me, it's tough to get those, you know. Have you
1: considered a spray tan?
0: I I have considered it. I've never pulled the trigger though. I'd look more like Donald Trump than anything, you know, I'd look orange.
1: Oh, especially with the balding hair.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to look like Donnie and I'm going to start spouting off uh, about China, you know. I, already oh, do I mean, you already do, so. Yeah, that's the issue is I'm, I'm, I'm stuck away from becoming it. So it's not good. Well, here's something about Hinch. Uh, There is nothing that I love more in this life, you know, than seeing people I know on dating apps, like that I'm friends with or like friends or friends it's fantastic. And people who don't do this, it's very rude. You know, you always have to give the courteous, like, you know, hey, I see you. Like, I just kind of to be like, lol, you know, on somebody I know on their dating app. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But other people don't see it that way and they try to act like they're not on hinge. You know, it's like, oh, if you see me on here, no, you didn't. Like, shut up. Everybody knows you're on here. And if you see, you gotta say something. You know?
1: Okay, so my fatal, fatal, fatal flaw is that it doesn't matter how involved a guy is romantically with their ex, or if they're dating somebody, they're in a committed relationship, they might be married, if they're talking to me and they're nice to me, they're in love with me. And so then, obviously... If I see them on the app, I'm like, I can't like them. They're in love with me.
0: That's right. They're I've, obsessed with me.
1: They're obsessed with me. I can't like them. They're going to get the wrong idea.
0: Oh, you, so, don't, like, you don't want them to, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't. And so that that only has happened like a handful of times. But I, it's never because I don't want to be seen or that I don't. It's, it's because I have this huge ego where I'm like, this person's in love with me. And if they, I like them on Hinge, then they're going to think that I want to be in love with
0: them. That's true. That's true. You know, yeah. I mean, that would make sense. I mean, you're convinced that I'm obsessed with you. Right. Yeah. And Which is contrary to reality. And so if you see somebody, you know, right. Yeah. You don't want them to lead them on, you know, and crush them even more. Right. For the people that for all the men that are in love with Cyrus. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. But I'm still of the of the belief that it is common courtesy to, to acknowledge someone else's presence in whatever way. You know,
1: I agree. I agree. I so would you very- think is that your biggest, like, what's your biggest red flag on Hinge?
0: Biggest red flag is probably someone who looks very wealthy. I don't like that. Right. Because I just don't like rich people. I don't. They're not fun. You know, they're uh like somebody who just it's all these photos of them on like stunning vacations and like Ibiza and like on boats and whatnot. Like that's not real life. Like, what do you what are you doing? You know, it's it's somebody who I wouldn't have anything in common with. Yeah. Like, people who like go to like Tao in Chicago and like do all the like the clubbing stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That is not the kind of guy that I am you know I hang mm-hmm. out at bars and drink Bud Light bottles right that's the thing you know and and so it's just stuff like that I mean more of like compatibility things if you if you're funny right obviously that is huge for me I don't want somebody so how a,
1: do you gauge whether someone's funny or not on hinge
0: well it's not really it's not even a whether somebody's funny it's creativity is what you're looking for right because you can only convey so much in these little one sentence responses but something with a little bit more originality you know that's important uh Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is being boring and dry is is not fun you know some people they can tolerate that and you know but that's not who i am
1: not i I not us
0: yeah exactly not us we're the funniest people in the world and i completely agree yeah everybody else is kind of lame but that's fine that's fine i would say that's probably the biggest red flags uh green flags i don't I don't know. It very, There's no, I don't have like set, you know, things I look for. I don't know if you're the same way, but.
1: No, I love a rich man. No, I love seeing men that have private equity or investment banking as their job title.
0: Okay. So that's good.
1: And then I love seeing that they wear a Vineyard Vines polo, Southern Tide t-shirt, like, Give me the most Chad from Nantucket guy. And it is a high probability that I will, in fact, fall in love with him. And I will, in fact, like him and become obsessed with him and find his Instagram photos and find where his house in Nantucket is and find where he played lacrosse and boarding school. Like, yeah, that is what I will do.
0: So you're all over that. type of.
1: So your red flag is my green flag.
0: Okay, that makes sense. It's the dichotomy of man, the duality, you know? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I mean, I feel like there's rich people in general, right? Right. Uh, they like to pretend like they're not rich. That's one of the things. I think
1: in New England, people love to be seen as rich.
0: Is that true? Is that is that what they do? They, they flaunt it? I don't know what to say. I have I've no response.
1: <laughs> no, honestly, I feel like dating is hard, and dating on the apps is exceptionally hard because there's a lot of things that you're looking for. And then you have all these preconceived ideas of what you think people are going to be like and what you're looking for. And you expect these people to be like, you're looking at people's profiles, pulling certain things out that might not necessarily be true. Like you see this person hiking potentially in one of their pictures, but it turns out they weren't actually hiking. They were actually like, on their way down from I don't know like some sort of ski resort or I don't know like something it just doesn't add up and it just looks like they were doing a certain thing that you enjoy doing and so you think that you're going to get along with them and so then that's ultimately what you take out of their profile and you're like oh I think this person and I will get along so well but ultimately you're just digesting their profile wrong and I think that's been a lot of my downfall is that I either look at someone's profile incorrectly or I'm being catfished like those are the two things like nothing good has ever come like I have a zero percent success rate on dating apps.
0: and one thing I would like to know and maybe we can this can be some closing thoughts here is social media as a whole right and I would say this goes double for dating apps it's all completely manufactured right Everything is catered and edited and cut and presented in such a way that you want people to think and believe about you. It's like, a mm-hmm. life, my profile, it's me in the mountains in Alberta, you know. Yeah. You know, are people having fun in like bar, like that is not everyday life. That is not a reflection of who I am as a whole person. You can't tell. from the right. system, No matter how hard to, and I would say probably to Tinder's credit is they're more honest about it. Right? <laughs> no, no, I
1: completely agree. They like understand. you know what you're going
0: on there to get. Yeah, exactly. And it hinges efforts to make it more personal and whatnot. I think are it's admirable, but at the end of the day, it's it's all the same, and it's yeah. all manufactured. And everybody understands this and knows it. And that's why, to your points, is the best interactions you have are with people you've already had previous interactions with and there is rapport or someone that you just meet completely separate from dating apps right it's not the end-all be-all you know human beings successfully dated and married for 2000 I don't know when marriage was invented but (laughs) thousands of years uh without these apps and so now I think there's a lot of harm as well you know with some of this stuff but that's a whole other conversation
1: no I completely agree because it is so easy to judge somebody just based on their social media presence. And dating apps remind me a lot of sorority recruitment and the fact that you're trying not to be extremely superficial, but at the same time, it's impossible not to be superficial because you're literally only looking at people's photos and three prompts that they might have. And those three prompts aren't really indicative of who they are and what they are. You're really just blindly throwing darts out there of what potentially you might like.
0: Exactly. And I remember I saw this tweet, this was years ago, and it was something that anybody who was on any dating app needs to know is no matter who you are, right, no matter what you look like, there is at least one person who was so physically repulsed by you that they decided to eliminate you from their life forever. And they never wanted to see you again, right? And that happens probably hundreds of times a day, and you don't even know it. And people say, Nope, I don't ever want to meet you. I don't ever want to talk to you. And there's nothing about you that is redeeming. And it's something that goes on in the background, but it's true, right? And that's all part of it. But
1: oh, that's so upsetting. That's such an upsetting don't thing want to think like about
0: it. It's true.
1: Right. Mm-mm. So well, I'm so glad that you could come on and talk to me about your experience and insight on Hinge and the other dating apps. It's a tough world out there to be dating in the real world. It's not fun. It's gross. It's really gross.
0: No, it is. It is. And that's why I'm starting Jacob Kramer Dating Services. Oh, thank God. i your dating coach uh, for a nominal fee, of course. Mm. My track record is very good. I've set up two relationships, one of which they are now married, and the other two are soon to be engaged, the way I understand it. So two for two, pretty good. Uh, Can you
1: set me up with somebody? And if you say yourself, I'm going to punch you in the face because I'm not dating you.
0: No, that's an impossible task. I, I, you know, I'm not in the business of punishing men. You know, I want them to be happy. So (laughs) you're on your own for that. But No, thank you so much for having me. This has been great. Uh, You know, I was badgering you about this since I'm pretty sure the day you debuted the podcast. So very happy I could finally make it on and let my trove of knowledge be heard.
1: Yeah, and the first 10 episodes too. It's quite an honor for you. That's it.
0: I like it. Not bad, not bad. Thank you so much, Sarah. Appreciate it.